Welcome to the Dramatic Sessions, a podcast brought to you by the Dramatic Team, where we catch up with the finest in the world of bars and cocktails and give you a peek into the world beyond the drink. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dramatic Sessions. Today on the show we have Artem Peruk. You've probably seen him slay across the El Capitas and Paloma Cantina pages with an infectious energy that is hard to ignore. We catch up with Artem to get to know what goes into being recognized as one of the world's best bar teams and the life cycle of a bar outside the brick and mortar. Artem, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for your time, and I'm sorry to have woken you up so early in the morning in Moscow. How are you doing? Yeah, hello, hello. I'm actually now I'm getting better because I recognize how to use like uh, 21st century facilities. That's amazing. Now I like I I have respect to myself. <laughs> yeah, I cool. I'm, nice. I'm cool. You learn something new every day. So how is it going in uh, Saint Petersburg? Have bars reopened or? Well, uh, actually, we are still locked down. Not like in Moscow because we got kind of federation, all different areas. They are not kind of independent, but the leaders, the governors, they can they can decide on their own whether they are opening everything actually and what they are opening. Maybe just shops or bars and restaurants. That's kind of different uh, styles of uh, recruitment and mm. operating. So Saint Petersburg is still locked down, but Moscow is operating already. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, we are quite yeah, we are quite uh, all right because we 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 managed to have like a like a rebuilding or something or reconstruction the the places. So we are still in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, by the looks of it, from what I see you doing on social media and all over the place, there's no shortage of things to keep you guys busy. So walk us through the concept of both the bars a little bit. What do both Paloma Cantina and El Copitas represent? That's interesting because it represents like um, what it's, uh, what it's rep- the whole idea represents Uh, the idea of every bartender, I strongly believe that every bartender is more like every private is dreaming of becoming a general, they say, like private soldier, and they, uh, at least in Russia. And every bartender is dreaming of uh, launching and owning his or her own bar. Because it's quite, a, you know, that back in the days during Soviet Union, we didn't have any pr- uh, privacy, so-called, or not property, I mean. And now when we got the chance, it's more like, like a goal, that like untouchable to have your own enterprise to have your own business and of course bartenders uh, used to be like teenagers so <laughs> we are not very well matured so that's mm-hmm. why it's more like a creative side of our personalities and of course everybody's dreaming of oh man i'm gonna launch my own bar and their yeah. bar gonna be amazing i'm gonna do by my rules mm. and everybody will be appreciating that so that was exactly the idea so we were three bartenders Mm-hmm. trying to to get all dreams and ideas together mm-hmm. and launch a bar and it happened so that it actually happened uh, during the biggest economic crisis in St. Petersburg I mean in Russia it was like 2014 because of the annexion of Crimea and there was the sanctions and there was the like straight up the the highest time of that and we decided that it's going to be like a Mexican one So there are different, uh, yeah, yeah, I know that sounds kind of crazy. The northern part of Russia and St. Petersburg, the city of St. Pete, mm-hmm. and be like a cultural hub of Russia. And now the Mexican play, what the fuck is that? But It's amazing. Uh, we, we recognized when we were discussing the concept, 
that actually we three of us we were completely mesmerized by the Mexican hospitality the idea of actually serving people the the vibe around this social gathering and like a family dinners and actually Mexicans quite quite like Russians so when you got nothing and you are more or less starving you're gonna you're gonna give your the last piece of bread to everyone you know mm -hmm. that's wow. that's interesting that's kind of because you know that not everybody been to like all the regions of Russia yeah. but Moscow and St. Petersburg they are more like a biggest metropolis but all the rest of the country they this is the way my, my parents this is the way they act Amazing. so that was the Mexican uh, bar like around like six years ago we didn't have any money any budget there was like about like seven thousand dollars only like three of us gathered seven thousand dollars so proper bars that are on the list got only the door uh, cost seven thousand yeah. dollars like a fancy one or maybe cool back bar or maybe like a nice collection of vintage bottles we did we we didn't have any of that and we were kind of surviving trying mm -hmm. because we we couldn't not do that and that's interesting approach i miss that approach actually so much right now because you now we are traveling around the world we got all the budgets and we got the marketing campaign and we got everything and some brands are inviting us to to create events and maybe like competitions and maybe some lectures or presentation but back in the days Mr. every Hustle. other social mm -hmm. media command or every other like was like oh my god we got three likes already oh my god oh my god <laughs> and there and i missed i miss those times actually yeah i bet i bet but also such an inspiring journey to see you know three friends and bartenders who had this dream to create this bar and you know watching it turn into reality did people think you were very ambitious that that's interesting because i mean uh that's really crucial for a man to understand that especially i know not you need to be russian you need to be born and raised here to understand that actually you can be something you can pos not possess you can feel that you are capable of something not actually you just doing going with the flow you and this profession and especially these last five years m convinced us that we can start all over again and we can choose our path i mean that sounds quite fancy but you can create anything you can dive yourself into that and trying from the scratch and actually respect yourself so now and being a man i mean that because i need to have my family i need to be like it's still the thing in russia to be the head of the family and to protect and to save and to and to endorse the family yeah and to provide and the point is that now i'm that's kind of philosophical way of approaching this um this business so now i'm ready to travel around the world and start the, uh, any adventure from the scratch because i know that anybody can handle anything five years ago i did i didn't know that it was like oh my god what should i do am i like a good person am i capable of something and now i know that we are that's interesting yeah for sure and also i guess it requires a certain kind of person to be able to take that leap of faith and do you know what you're set out to do and really stick by it so even in terms of the people you uh, sort of bring in to become a part of your team and family you must be looking for a certain type of person so what is that one thing that you keep in mind when bringing people into the El Capitas family 
we definitely we got several kind of regulations i would say that the first one you shouldn't be from st petersburg or moscow you should be from the outskirts of russia from different areas mm -hmm. that's the first one second one uh i mean it's not it's not about the ageism so you need to be like younger than we are no it's about the, that you want you need to be hungry for some new sensations I would I would explain that because when you abandon your your place of birth or your kind of comfort zone, you understand that um, you you need to do that because you feel yourself incomplete. You want to change your life. You want to change your profession. You want to change your attitude. And when you are like a grown up person, so I'm thirty five. Of course, when I'm fifteen or maybe when I'm twenty, it's much more easier for me for my mindset. To, to abandon something and to start something new and maybe to adopt the ideology of the persons that I admire or maybe I'm following. Mm -hmm. but, when I'm, uh, but when I'm like 35, I mean, I feel that I already know the world, of course. <laughs> and it's quite hard for me even to deal with myself yeah. because I, need, I know I got my own opinion. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about your own opinion. I mean, so if you understand that you are already cool enough to have an opinion, so why do you want to join any other crews or teams? Because you are, you are a team on your own. Mm -hmm. But if you feel the desire, like, like I would say, like a, maybe like a gap in you. Yeah. So th there is a saying. I don't know how properly and uh, pronounce that in English. But I mean, uh, I think there was Sartre. There is, there is a guy. Mm -hmm. there, the there was a guy uh, who told that every person, every person got a gap mm -hmm. in, in his soul. Uh, with the capacity of a god yes. and everyone is actually defined for himself or herself how to how to uh, close that gap mm -hmm. so everybody is looking for his or her personal god it, sh it should it, it could be a family it could be a crew it could be your business or your uh, your way of life it could be everything so and we are trying to find those persons Absolutely. who is actually eager to change themselves and it's quite interesting because when they abandon their places uh, it's some um, it means that they sacrificing right mm -hmm. so sacrificing sacrificing yeah. right so the point is so they want to change themselves for good and yeah. they think that we can help it's not because we are visionary it's because we can give them like uh, the tools the instruments for making them better person and that's the idea so I would say that Elko Peter's family, or we call it the Follow the Rabbits mm -hmm. uh, company, because we we have like 10 or 15 different projects. It's not only like Elko Peter's and Paloma. We got yep. catering, we got uh, apron production. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got St. Petersburg Cocktail Week. Mm -hmm. So it's a new it's a new idea. It's a new concept. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we got a lot. And uh, they want to to have like another family, but the family that they are choosing Sure. not they were given as a uh, yeah as a born and that's interesting so not from st petersburg not from moscow uh quite uh quite unskilled or maybe un unexperienced but i say and mm -hmm. actually flexible and we are asking them not to be a bartender okay. it's more like a social institute you are a person mm -hmm. who can pronounce and say out loud what you want to do Every person in our crew got like a position of the bartender or, or a chef or a cook or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we don't have any waiters. We got only bartenders. Nice. So everybody can handle everything. 
And the point is, everyone after like one year is given his or her own project. Oh, nice. It could be like catering, it could be like El Copitas DJs, it could be like El Copitas shop or something like that. So now you are a small entrepreneur. And now when you are an entrepreneur, you understand that sometimes people who kind of under you, who works for you, can be like real pain in the ass. <laughs> because you were the same pain in the ass like oh, back so in the true. days, like six months ago. Now you understand why I was so pissed off That's with you nice. telling me all this bullshit. That's, That's exactly amazing. what they do. So, you know, when we think of the world's best bars and, you know, what yeah. goes into creating them, we think of the bartenders. But obviously, there's so many more people who make the dream work, right? So, what do you think defines, like, the key people who really make this work? What kind of people would it take to make the dream really work for you guys or for any good bar? I, so, I'm a, te- I'm a teacher by my diploma. So, I, back in, I, I of course, I was absolutely sure that I'm not going to be diving myself into that. So, I, yeah, I just wanted to get rid of that as soon as possible because I was born and raised in a smallest town. It was like 100,000 th- people, so it's mm-hmm. nothing. And I've been there uh, till the, my 30s. So it was like a real grown up person. And my guys invited me to St. Petersburg to start all over again. Yeah. And here we are. The point is that I definitely want to create a system and we are trying really hard mm-hmm. to create that. I would say that it, we, we call it like an open window effect. Mm-hmm. Because when you open a door and you open a window, there is a small w- kind of, we call it a wind yeah. in a, in, a, in an apartment to make it like fresh air and everything like that. So I would say you need to be a person who has got a mentor and a teacher and yes. you need to be a person who is your student or your, your follower. Mm-hmm. Because you understand that you can be catching some, someone, some, someone's idea up. You can be reaching someone and trying to teach, uh, uh, to learn something from him. You, mm-hmm. you, 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 you know that you got your, you kind of more like a parent. Yeah. that you can approach and he can actually uh, teach you something. And at the same time, you are a teacher for, for someone because we are, we are the best learners when sure. we teach. Because everybody, course, yeah. it, 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 it is said that if you can't explain that to a three-year-old boy or girl, you don't know a shit about anything. that. Yeah. So true. <laughs> because I know you can be just making like a fancy, fancy presentation and yeah. telling about like your visionary ideas. But if you can't explain what you are doing, mm-hmm. you're doing nothing. True. Yeah. To, to, I mean, to a child. And the point is when you understand, because that was the system we, we did have in school back in the day. So mm-hmm. we got, when you are like a middle class, uh, middle, middle school uh, student, you yeah. got your kind of uh, older, um, more like a friend or like a tutor to you. Yeah. And you got like a small, small, a small person, like five, six, seven years old, and mm-hmm. you're trying to, to nurture them. And that's interesting. So that's exactly the organization where we have yeah. the, this structure. So when you get inside, uh, my goal is to make you uh, skillful and experienced mm-hmm. as soon as possible. To, to find like a student for you. Of course, if you are a first nice. day in a, in, a, in a crew, you, you don't have any skills or any information or any knowledge to, uh, to pass. Mm-hmm. But I need to make you as soon as possible the experienced one to be a teacher for someone. And, that, and that's exactly how your mind opens up. True. Because now you got the responsibility because you, you, you told the person that you're gonna do that. Mm-hmm. And now you got the responsibility to stay calm. Because this person under you doing nothing and you need to, I mean, that's interesting. You understand me, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, Th yeah of that's course. interesting. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no replacing learning. And even as a teacher, I don't think you ever stop learning because the minute you do, then uh, you're not going to be a very good teacher. <laughs> um, one of the things that I've really been curious about, well, you know, watching on your social media and everything that you all do is how you've extended the brands, the El Copitas and Paloma Cantina uh, brands beyond the actual mm -hmm. brick and mortar. So I feel like the lifespan of a bar gets prolonged mm -hmm. so much more if you go beyond the brick and mortar and the physical confines of the, you know, four walls of the bar. So what what have you thought about this I, whole... Yeah. Yeah, I would say that that a bar is because I don't know how how it happened, but three of us recognize that it's it's not the drinks of course. that we are serving. It's yeah. actually we are serving the hospitality, and the hospitality is like a subtle, unique skill mm -hmm. of making people who interacts with you feeling unique. Because I mean, you go to a bar; it's not about to find anyone or anything. Yeah. It's about anything or anyone finds you mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's actually like a small and subtle um derivatives i would say so yeah. the point is that you need to create because we sell like services not products sure. and our main product is service and service uh, and this product is actually the product of delivering a special extra emotions mm -mm. because our 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 snapbacks um uh, are sold not because your your my head, uh, my head is freezing and <laughs> I need to cover my head with something yeah. it be it, because it stands for a certain extra feeling, extra emotion. You want to be part of this brand. Yeah. You want to be part of this family. You know that if you are a part, you're going to be looked after in mm. a way. Of course, we are not kind of babysitters, but that's exactly what we needed. Mm. Uh, and, the, and the point is that you need to expand the philosophy of your bar, yeah. not because this is the bar, because... This is our tool to make the world better. Yeah. Actually, where we can do that, how we can do it with all the circumstances we face. And that's exactly, that's not such a thing as not my job. Mm -hmm, it's not course. my priority because yeah. we got a bar, we got walls, we yeah. got cocktails. And my personal goal is just to serve this drink as fast as we can. <laughs> I mean, for me, I mean, I'm quite not that mixologist type of guy for me. Is the best drink when it's a rush hour, the, mm. the fanciest and the coolest and the most delicious one is the fastest one. Mm -hmm. So this is the point. So when you think about mm, serving a people, serving people a drink, uh, saving their time mm -hmm. is much more uh, is much more complimentary and appreciating for for them the than like a cool concoction. Mm -hmm. Because that's I mean. I mean, I, I, I will try to explain that because when you go to a coffee place, like a fancy specialty coffee place, mm -hmm. and you just want your espressos right yeah. now yeah. because the taxi is waiting and you're asking them and you underline that. I need to fast because I need to, I need to have let that ignition in my, in, in my blood. I need yeah. to be wake up. So, I mean, that is exactly the way. And they're trying to... To enjoy themselves while they are choosing like a proper beans for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, you are just having some fun. You are just enjoying yourself, not me. I don't give a damn. Just give me an espresso. And they make it like slow and cool and nice. And that's exactly, it's not about hospitality right now. It's about their ego. Mm -hmm. They're enjoying their ego because they are cool specialists and they're cool baristas. But I'm the customer. I need to be enjoying my ego. Mm -hmm. I want this. I want this is now, so please uh, respect that desire. And this is exactly what to think about 
like that ethos you call it right yeah so uh my point is when a person my goal communicating with a brand mm -hmm. he needs to or he or she needs to feel uh him or herself much more happier than before mm. that's the point so if he uh, goes through the link for account of Elko Peter shop yeah I need to make him or her be more happier I don't know how maybe it would be the fastest delivery mm. there would be the cheapest prices there would be like the coolest uh, mm, how you call it yeah merchandise it, it, it doesn't yeah. matter or maybe yeah. it's something informative for example so how to create your your online shop I mm -hmm. haven't bought anything from you, but I learned something from you. That's mm -hmm. exactly what we do. So my goal is to make uh, is not uh, to make the guys being the coolest bartender, mm -hmm. to make them the happiest person in the world. And if they tell me that I, I want to create my own hostel or maybe my own, co my own coffee place, yeah. we would try to do anything we could to, uh, to help them to create their place. Nice. But under that, you call it umbrella brand or something, but our yeah. our big brand, because of course we are much more, uh, much more experienced and we are much more powerful, mm -hmm. uh, powerful uh, when they are on their own basis, on the individual aspect. So that's the point. I mean, the idea is not to, uh, to, to create brands. The idea is to create that, um, uh, associations. Yeah. Social, cultural, uh, feelings when mm. you under it's, it's like when you go to to your mom's place yeah it's not about that your mom's place is the is the fanciest decoration ever mm -hmm. uh, decorated uh, apartment or because this is the smartest person in the world you feel you're safe you feel yourself as safe kind of safe yeah that's exactly what we want to uh, to feel for our guys and that's so that's exactly should be anything yeah like the, uh, like uh, it could be like that event uh, St. Petersburg cocktail week uh, now we are creating our own brand of vodka and gin nice. so we wanted to yeah to uh, mm, to re how you call it uh, relaunch like the first Russian cocktail bar that oh, happened wow. to be uh, that started to be operating uh, during the the second half of the 19th century. So it was oh, like uh, 1898 or something like that. So uh -huh. we want to recreate that wow. so because we feel, we feel kind of, um, how you call it? Uh, a certain respect from the international community. Mm -hmm. But of course we want to promote the Russian uh, way of drinking of the Russian of hospitality. Some, oh no, that sounds crazy. Like guys from St. Petersburg telling you about how to drink tequila. I mean, oh, come on. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but yeah, something like that. No, and yeah, and these are all very good, like, you know, things to consider because I feel like even for someone who hasn't been to your bar or someone who, you know, has only heard about it or seen it on social media, there's this recall, you know, I feel like I know enough people who haven't been to St. Petersburg and haven't been to your bar, but they still know what you do because they recognize your work on social oh, media. And, you know, they, it, it creates some kind of an impact and something that you remember. Like, they already feel like they've been there or at least they have it at the back of their minds that they want to go there. So I feel like there's a very strong connection that you've created through all these brand extensions, which I find, which I find quite remarkable. Uh, you know, it gives your bar a longer lifespan. That's interesting how you, how you say, like, a, a longer, longer relationships, right? Yeah. We, recently, we, we recognized that we are bars stayers you call stayers mm -hmm. a person who runs 
for 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 the long long distances run. because yeah. every everybody wants to make it like really blitzkrieg like really, <laughs> yeah. uh, I want sprinters, it now. <laughs> because we want it fast, we want it now. Oh my God, I got already <laughs> like six months of operating my bar where I haven't been put on the list okay, uh, yeah. still and blah, blah, blah. We recognize that a stair, what's the proper pronunciation? A stair, stair, right? A stair? A stair is actually a person so. who runs more than 3,000 kilometers mm-hmm. or 3,000 meters, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So like a, for, for the long distance and we recognize that 3,000 meters, it's about like three three years. So if yeah. a person right now having all these digital aspects and social media, blah, 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 just doing the same stuff for every day for three years, yeah. it's automatically a success. So yeah. if we can analyze any successful persons around the world and around the industry world, mm-hmm. they just simply doing three at least starting with starting from three years mm-hmm. of their like operation or, or any of their project like anything but everybody is actually getting uh, getting bored within like one year so and, oh true. my god i've yeah. been an ambassador for already six months and i haven't been voted for the best international ambassador mm-hmm. I mean, of course come on and we're just comparing ourselves to alex cortina to uh i don't know to peter darelli but the, the guy's been there for years yes, of course, for yeah. years or for decades and that's interesting because uh we are we are stairs that's that's for sure yeah yeah and i love this idea it's it's more like a relationship yeah you 100%. can have why not stand you can be uh, fancy school and charming and sexual and blah 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 but mm. when it goes like the second and the third and the fifth date and then you're like ah oh, i actually yeah what next huh that's exactly what we do yeah no yeah i mean definitely what you guys do and the way you all do things definitely one that people don't forget in a hurry so oh, thank you <laughs> yeah thank you. um before we go a couple of things i want to ask you so if there was one thing that you and the team are really proud of having achieved, um, you know, in 2019 going into 2020, mm-hmm. uh, awards, etc., what would that be? Uh, yeah, of course, awards and, and all this uh, TLC cocktail, top 10 best international bar team. I mean, mm-hmm. you see, it, it, I mean, you need to be, mm, so you, you, you can comprehend my English. I mean, you, you, yeah. you, 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 I mean, you feel it. Yeah. But I'm the best uh, in, uh, in the industry of English speaking like bartender within 140 million people. So you know that we are concrete, uh, completely yeah. uh, out of the, um, of the international market. Yeah. So yeah. The, to understand how cool it is to be part of this mm-hmm. community is to yeah. understand that when you are in Russia, nobody speaks English. I mean, we are like the third world country but like uh, with a big ego, something like that. And that, that's interesting <laughs> yeah. to be part of the successful substrata of, uh, of the industry, uh, of the international industry, and to have that industry. It, this industry wasn't created by us sure. or in our country. To be on the list with, with like guys from London and from New York, I mean, it's like... Amazing. I don't know how it happened. It's yeah. like to be... Mm, mm, to be uh, like... 100 best influential uh like uh, i would say like white people let's say because and and you are not white i mean that's even like it's even it's even twice as cool because i mean you you understand that you are part of the industry that you were not creating 
you were not like officially part of that but you are part and that's amazing so uh for us of course all these awards are like oh my god is it is like a fairy tale like disneyland are, we, mm -hmm. are you sure maybe there is there is a mistake because every time we receive any any email from the lease from the william reed company and all this and, and for from anyone i my first question are you sure that's not kind of a mistake that's every time because we we are not even believing that still yeah and the point is that but i think is if talking about the personal uh how you call it like uh, achievement is yeah. like that we are the only crew the only team within that quarantine within the lockdown that uh, haven't fired anyone Oh, wow we we haven't reduced any any uh, uh any team members and any salary wow that's that's amazing so 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 anyone anyone and everyone in, inside our crew were just uh, uh they were uh, they were paid the same amount of money Mm -hmm. and we are still we started that quarantine with the amount of people and we are even expanding yeah, so remarkable. for us you know that i mean you know the hard times it's more like a microscope for everyone mm -hmm. how a person reacts yeah how a person feels and oh, how a course. person you can you can think that he's a kind of a manly man and a leader and a and a visionary and when something goes out of the plan oh yeah it's like a baby boy mm. it's whining and crying and you need to console him yeah. it's 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 not like that so we just we are going through that mm -hmm. with the biggest respect to our crew for me so far that's the biggest achievement yeah wow that's the biggest achievement wow no but it is it is so true i mean there is also a saying that says that you know the the true test of a man or of mankind is how he deals with the toughest of challenges and the hardest of times right yeah that's true so i think you guys i mean you've done an amazing yeah. job and to hear this is just so heartwarming and inspiring to so many people all over so before we go what are your plans for well not the rest of 2020 because the plan would be to just survive 2020 yeah. i guess but going into 2021 yeah, that's true so the biggest plan for 2020 is just to wait till the end yeah to the end of this year that's true so we we want to promote that st petersburg cocktail week we want to make st petersburg more like not kind of a uh, a bar capital one of the bar capitals of the world but mm -hmm. definitely something worth visiting, visiting not only because of the bar shows and because all these cool speakers are, are getting paid oh, it's a beautiful yeah city. we're getting paid and st petersburg is a beautiful city yeah i mean like to to flip it st petersburg is a beautiful city is amazing city is like a cultural hub for Absolutely. for some extraordinary part of the land called russia mm -hmm. so we want to in, uh, investigate russia so that's why we, first of all we need to go to st petersburg because exactly st petersburg what it is yeah and and then at best if we are lucky we're getting paid for the event and th this is my primary goal just you know when when a per uh, uh, yeah when uh, when a person is reading a menu we call it yeah. from the left to right or from the right to left yeah. <laughs> so when you read a menu from the left to right you're quite a successful one because you don't True. pay attention yeah. right that's that's kind of a joke that we have <laughs> so we want to be that kind of entrepreneurs that mm -hmm. actually can afford themselves to read it the other going way. around the world and start reading a menu in all this amazing and respected restaurants from left to right amazing because yeah, yeah we because we can afford it and that's exactly what we, I mean, what I want. So St. Petersburg is actually a city that you can uh, acknowledge from left to right. This is a beautiful city. I want to go and 
if I can have like a partnership within those uh, those trips, that would be awesome. Yeah. That's the first goal. That's for St. Petersburg Cocktail Week. The second one, we want to create a fund. Mm-hmm. It's more like a fund of the renaissance of the drinking culture of uh, post-Soviet countries. Or I would say the, the Russian-speaking countries. Oh, wow. So what is that? So we want to we wanna have like that bar. Mm-hmm. It's more like a re, relaunching that bar. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you, you call it a bow when you... Like a a bow, bow, right? Yeah. It's more like a bow to these traditions. Because back in the days when there was a Russian empire, of course, it was amazing. It was like uh, like the best place for if you're a noble. Sure, if yeah. If you're not, that's not the best place for you. <laughs> if you're, yeah, if you're a noble, quite well off, that's the best place because there was the all these royal families, they wanted to have that uh, fancy and magnificent like hospitality. They want to have the best for them. And of course, they were inviting all the best pros and specialists around the world. Uh, actually the best bartenders as well nobody can even imagine that the the late 19th century was like the place for the best bartenders russia and russian empire it was yeah it was around the world and we want to create a bar mm-hmm. we want to create a fund that actually can support like endorse even some of the agricultural and some of the like craftsmen with the within this area like okay. uh like interesting uh, plates production nice. that, that tries to uh, relaunch the, that tradition that used to be having back in the days. Or maybe like spirit production or maybe like everything like that. So we want to unite the whole community. That would be like a fund mm-hmm. uh, to promote that fund and to get the, the money for the fund for the operating would be bar. Yeah. It would be the brand of vodka and gin and all the, something like a liquors. And that's the biggest goal for 2021. Wow, that's, that's a lot of goals and that's a lot of very, very good goals as well. But really interesting about the whole, uh, you know, the project with exploring the past of the Soviet and the culture and drinking and everything, because Russia itself is such a huge country. It's it's like a continent in itself. Right? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's insane. So it takes you, it takes you nine days by train. To, yeah. grow, to go from the most western part to the most eastern part. Nine days. Yeah, the Trans-Siberian. Trans-Siberian. Yeah. Trans-Siberian Express. That's it. Yeah. I took it. I, I took it. That's insane. But actually, I, I made it only one side. Another side, I was flying back because, I mean... It's nine days. I, I was kind of... <laughs> exo- but it, yeah, yeah. But, 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 that, but that's insane. And you know that all, all, these, di- all these different areas, mm. areas, just one region, we got like 30 of them. It's... Yeah. It's the capacity of Europe, that not one European country of Europe. Of course, all the traditions, all the all the outfits, all mm-hmm. the music, all the folklore—they are completely different. Can you? I mean, that's insane. Oh, that's absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, Adem, before we go, do you have any advice for? Yeah, yeah. You know, people who bartenders who are actually aspiring to open their own bars because I know that quite a few of them would be having that dream. And you know, of course, you having been there, done that, I'm sure you have some interesting nuggets of information to share. <laughs> so, do you have any advice for them? Uh, like several, uh, several advices. The several. First one, never, never try to open a bar with the company of several bartenders. Oh yeah. Because that's that's bullshit. That's the stupid, the, the most stupid that stuff we could true. ever imagine. Because we only knew how to create a menu or how, how to create a cocktail. And mm-hmm. of course, like a bartender is more like a rock star, yeah. but without any guitars. <laughs> we love ourselves. We respect our egos. We we think that we are like savers of the world. But actually, what we do, we just serve booze to make other people more happier because they couldn't 
make themselves happier without any booze. So that's why sometimes people that are coming to our places not very enlightened, I would mm -hmm. say, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes. So that's why it, it, that's interesting because they need a tool for making uh, themselves exhaled. Mm -hmm. So the point is that three of us were completely like mixologists. We don't know how to deal with the with the with the landlords. We don't know how to deal with the account managing. We we don't know how to deal with actually with anything. So if your if your toilet is broken, mm. everybody would be oh my god! I can make a proper old fashioned. What should I do? But oh my god, that's oh my insane. Uh, three grown up persons would be like oh, that's not my business because I'm a cool I'm a coolest mixologist. I mean, what the fuck is that? My entrepreneur. So I would say you need to find a chef. To find a financial guy, you need to find a bartender, and maybe like a guy who who knows how to handle something with their own, with his own hands, mm -hmm. because everybody is so artistic right now. Yeah. You know, creators like uh, like the it's like a show business, yeah. but you need to you need to yeah you need to get a guy who can actually who fix can, things who can, like uh, can handle like a yeah anything handle because you know you know that right now men are not with that we used to be back in the days we can, oh my god i need to google that maybe we can maybe we can maybe we can give a call to a professional i mean you are a man just do something oh that's exactly it. that's the first one the second mm. one to think that bar is more like a car so you buy a car mm -hmm. for what it's not your asset mm -hmm. buy is not a, it's a passive i mean mm -hmm. it, you know it, it's like an a, a tool so everybody's dreaming of launching a bar and then when i ask when you launch a bar what happened next uh -huh. oh my god it would be like ah and now fairy tale starts and i will be happy as hell it's oh, only no. the beginning <laughs> yeah so that's why you need to be ready with your brand with your ideology with your philosophy with your way of thinking before the bar starts so you can create a bar absolutely guest shifts uh marketing budgets like cocktails promotion but without these walls yeah like as you named it like brick and mortar right yeah without those so bar can be without any walls you mm. need to create that bar without any walls and when it's famous when it's popular the only thing you need is just to, to check in yourself to make that geolocation but yeah. everybody thinks when i create that geolocation uh now i'm happy no mm. far from that True that's the second one and the third one is actually to understand that there is a kind of accumulative effect right mm -hmm. so you need to aim for something that you can't bear okay only mm -hmm. sacred things are worth touching mm -hmm. that's the point you maybe you wouldn't you wouldn't ever reach that goal but you wouldn't ever touch that goal yeah but when you reach it you become a, per a better person i mean uh, everybody who is working more than two years in our crew knows at least some English. They have yes. been traveling around the world. They know how to handle something. So they, they are small, young and timid, but still entrepreneurs. Nice. They can launch their own adventure mm -hmm. anywhere in the world. Nice. If not that case, because we were uh, focusing the first day we opened, we didn't have any, any door. We don't have any door for the bar, but we launched. Wow. We, we need to be on the list of the world 50 best bar. That was so amusing because you don't, you, we didn't have any uh, any toilet paper within <laughs> like several days. Can you have a bar? Can you wow. imagine a bar without any toilet paper? But aiming for the world 50 best bars. But wow. there you got to dream there big. Was kind of, yeah, there was the ray of light and the end of the tunnel. So that's exactly what we need to reach. Nice. And the point is that you 
you can you can have the situation where you can't touch that goal you, you can't make it happen yeah. but w the process that that pursuit of happiness that makes you a better person yeah that's exactly what you need to do mm -hmm. like three I, I, I think we got a lot of them but three main yeah just the point is that your bar and your your way is only like an instrument for you being better mm -hmm. that's it yeah. because i i know a lot of cool and successful start tenders they, that are dickheads <laughs> i don't want to be a dickhead True. i want to be a cool nice person yeah and my my how you call it it's like a like it's like a fitness uh my treasure they call it or like an instrument yeah. it's regime. a bar mm -hmm. that's yeah. it that's it Wow, that's some really great advice, Artem. Thank you so much. I'm sure anybody, bartenders who are listening and who want so. to open a bar will really appreciate this. And also thank you so much for such a candid chat. There's nothing I appreciate more than a, uh, you know, a really honest chat. And I really hope that I will you. come back to Russia um, and come to St. Petersburg this time and be able to see you guys. Of course. Actually, there very soon I was told, like uh, the government representatives told us that starting with September and we, I think, got the Moscow Bar show coming. So oh, yeah. it's officially, that's it, it's available. So we need to double, we need to arrange your, your visit. That would be awesome. I'm going to be there for sure. But thanks so much once again. Okay. That was Artem Peruk sharing some gems with us that you can only hear from somebody as honest as him, really. Uh, if you're a bartender and you've been listening, I really hope you enjoyed that. A few really good lessons and uh, experiences to learn from. Thanks so much for joining me once again on the Dramatic Sessions. Of course, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, don't forget to hit subscribe on any of your podcast streaming apps and uh, see you next time.